0: Blog Talk Radio. Hey, welcome to Snake Oil Radio here on Blog Talk Radio. It is uh, April 14th. Uh, uh, Game of Thrones is on tonight. uh, My my group is telling me to mention that to everyone in case you're not already incredibly excited. So speaking of wonderful, prosperous things, uh, we're already in the middle of our discussion about creating prosperity, um, uh, working with the SETH uh, material and concepts. Um, we've got, uh, Ash, Dawn and Mike and me, Jim here. Um, I'm going to just leave, uh, the, the phone on for the next hour so you guys can join our conversation and, uh, start manifesting a lot more prosperity in your life.
1: Now, I have to get back to that other screen. Come on, where are you? All right, we go. Oh, where? Okay. Let me, go. Damn it. Switch back. This is what happens when you're old. Like you got to take so little while to get the hang of these things. Okay, so how do I get the speaker? Damn it. Try to get the speaker here. Hello? <laughs> how do I get the speaker to I'm in the. I
0: it, so this is the wrong screen. I don't want to be on the screen. Jeez.
1: Yeah, How do get to, I just want to. Excuse, excuse me,
0: just want to. Uh, okay. Did you get on speaker? Yeah. You did. You hit it? Yep. Okay, cool. All right. You're up.
2: Okay. So, in the last, I think at the last meeting, too, I told you that I noticed that any time that I want something, like I hear there's some band coming in concert and it's like Justin Timberlake and, and I know these tickets are like $400. The first thing that goes through my head, oh, I'd like to go to that concert. Maybe I can win tickets. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody will give my organization tickets and I'll be able to go. Maybe I'll know somebody that can't follow through on their ticket and they'll just give it to me. And I can't understand why every time I want something, that's my go-to thought. Finally, it started to occur to me when I kept thinking about why do I keep, why was it never occurs to me to think about money to get this.
3: Using money as
2: a resource. Using money as a resource. It never occurs to me. Like I never think, oh, I wish I had enough money to go buy two tickets or do I want to take money out of a savings account to buy the ticket or do I or do I not want to spend this kind of money on a ticket? Nothing to do with money comes. It's like I want to go to the concert. I put it out there. I expect it to come to me in one of those like, weird ways. And it has. this has happened many, many, many times. And so I was listening to one of the Abraham Hicks tapes, and she was talking to this guy who said he wanted more prosperity. And every time she tried to get him to talk about it as if he did, he changed the subject. And you could feel the tension of trying to bring him around and him just kind of going blank and saying, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, I I think I'm saying what you're asking me. And she's like, no, you're not. And so I asked myself that question. Why, Why do I always go to some other way of receiving something as opposed to money and paying for it? And then I had this brilliant epiphany. I remembered as a kid, whenever something would come up that I would want, my mother's automatic response, response was, we don't have the money for that. And so I, and I think it's just my basic nature, just don't want no for an answer. (laughs) Is Well, then there's got to be another way to get it. And so I think I developed the belief system that money is a barrier for me. And money creates a barrier for me to get what I want. So I always have to go this other way to make it happen to get what I want. And then I was telling Ashton last night, I, when I worked at Lodestar, which was a um, nonprofit organization, and now they're always scrambling for money, I would start some programs, and I would say, I have this great idea, this is what I want to do. And initially, they would always say to me, well, we don't have any money for that. And I would look at them like, what does that have to that do with – Yeah, that doesn't – that has nothing to do with getting the program done or started. And I did it multiple, multiple times with practically no money at all and, and using volunteers. And that became, it's almost like it's not, money is not in my reality for things that I want. And you don't even
3: believe
2: yeah, it's real. It's like, like yeah, it's, it. it's like I don't even think about it. Because I kept thinking, do, am I still having my like, self-esteem issues that I don't feel like I should have money or I can't handle <clears throat> And then I realized it's not that at all. It's just not there. It's like not on my menu of resources. And, okay. I mean, that's, that's ironic. So.
3: for you. Right.
2: That's my never-go-to to get what I want. So we're so focused on, you know, okay, what's in the vortex? What do we want? Like, I don't consider money, and yet at the same time, I'm saying what I want is a gigantic load of money. Right. So how do I get in sync and aligned with that when I see money as nothing but a giant barrier? And so I'm assuming that's going to fix itself now that I realize that. But it was interesting. It wasn't a an emotional issue that had to be worked through. It was like this distorted belief that I just didn't even have an emotional attachment to, but it was just there as if that's the way it is. And so, you know, you don't consider money.
0: But you, your overriding belief is that if you want something, you're getting it anyway. Right. Right. I mean, that's the strength of it. the other, the other um, I, I've talked to a lot of Aries in the last couple of days, and you know, tons of them, went bunch of Aries, because, you know, birthday parties, the Aries, and that's something that I'm sort of observing this sort of um, myopic kind of compulsion in a way in, in Aries that is very effective. Well,
2: I will not we'll be denied. Right. I,
0: I want it. Absolutely. <laughs> that it's as clear as, you know, so right, you're right. Now comes how do I align with the idea of, of the actual money? No, and here's where we have that similarity. Because I'm, if I decide I want something, if I want someone, if I want this job, if I want something, I'm a laser beam. I will make that happen. I don't, I, I don't even necessarily think about the detail of it. That's going to come later. So that part I can also latch right. onto fairly easy the fire compulsion. No, that's what I'm doing. Especially if someone dares me and tells me I can. Then it just <sighs> is like, I, you know, it's like, then you're just waving the, the, the cape in front of the bull. No, I tell them no and watch what happens, right? So that pushes me toward it too. But, right, it's the same thing. Like I'm still, like I had waiting table dreams last night. <laughs> and I haven't waited tables in many, many years. And I kind of woke up from that being like more like, what are you doing? Like this is not a precognitive thing that you're going to go back to waiting tables or something like that. It's just sort of like an old memory at, at one level or another. And it's more about like how I juggle and how I handle things. So that was what I was good at as a waiter: is navigating, strategy, how to, you know, handle things. So now my thought is, how do I do that with money? Right. In that respect as well, too. When you're sitting on a lot of money, which is what's going to be happening soon, if... now I have to I have to protect that money,
2: mm-hmm. not
0: in a in a fearful way, but it's a different paradigm. When you're sitting right. on thousands, millions of dollars, you know, there's That's... going to be more. You're going to have to talk to the right people that are going to help you figure out how to do this, and, and you know I mean, and there's going to be more people trying to, you know, you know with charities and, and to pull at you and various other factors. But that's not a limitation to me in the sense that that's a strategy that I would enjoy, mm-hmm. figuring that out now, too. So that's the part I'm, I'm finding myself able to align with. Well, that
2: just – it sounds like that's getting you to the point where <laughs> – the world is going to feel like this is the natural step. We've done all the other preparations for it coming, that that's just the natural next step. Right. And so there's no resistance to it. It's just,
0: okay. Oh, well, yeah, of course. And it, it, it goes into, you know, for listeners, you guys can't hear me Yeah, I know the, the thing picks up strongly.
1: You know, as I had said it a
0: couple of years ago, I was very sick at the beginning of the year. I had diverticulitis and I got very sick. And now it's just gone. The illness is wiped out. I'm not, even, I'm not even bullshitting. I just don't have any remnant of this whatsoever. It's just completely gone. So I aligned myself not with the idea of just sort of, fix, you know, fixing this, but eliminating it entirely. Once I got rid of the emotional, psychological stuff, readjusted the body, you know, the illness is now gone. So that to me is sort of the saving grace in it. Now putting that same energy toward the financial thing to eliminate this idea of working for money, period. I just have money. Yeah. So th- that's not my navigating factor anymore. I, I, I just have money. That, that I don't have to work for money anymore in that sense. That I have, but now I still have to handle the details of life and maneuver accordingly. But it gives me a lot more leeway to be my true self and do whatever I want to do without that, you know, Ash was sharing story about coming back from... Uh, from vacation and, and deciding between taking the bus or flying and getting rid of that thing about, oh, my checking account's too low now. Mm-hmm. I have to make that decision. But, you know, that was a good story for those who weren't here to hear that. And we yeah. talked about before about she couldn't really align herself with the idea of getting on the bus. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but... That's more luxurious. Yeah, that was more, right, it was like, eh, I don't really, you know... I don't really want to be on the bus at this point in the game. So, yeah. you know, in the future it'll be first class, bitch. <laughs>
2: yeah. You know. yeah, but also I was just <laughs> thinking the other thing.
0: <laughs> it
1: won't even be a question.
0: Yeah, my right.
2: decision, first class economy. Or... Right. The other thing is starting to get other ideas when you see the bank account saying that's just enough for us That's just enough for an airline ticket. Right. Yeah, because you know it's going. You know that once if you use it money's coming to replenish that
3: so well, that's where the it's like the tension inside was it's like not having the full face that it's, it's fair, going to be like I do feel like a stream lying like under but it's like under this anxiety and tension of like not knowing where it's gonna come for more what am I gonna to have to do to get that money like what am I gonna to have to like hustle for and like but like definitely like not I don't want to be able anymore like some right. that kind of hustle for money on I'm, I'm the same page as far as like letting go of the belief that I have to work hard for money or sacrifice my time for money or sacrifice my well-being, my health, or my anything Why for money. Sacrifice? What? Why well, sacrifice it all? That's what I'm saying. I don't have, like, but making money was a sacrifice. Like, like, sacrificing my time for money. It was not like I'm giving my time for money. It was like, um, I am
1: Yes.
3: It's just very,
2: the way you're saying it, you can hear how embedded, the connection between money and having to make a sacrifice. is. You didn't create money. You didn't enjoy money. You didn't have people give you money because you did things that you enjoyed. You sacrificed. You have to give something up, sacrifice something to make money. I have to
3: take trade.
2: Right,
3: so there's an. That's what I'm saying. Every you've got a connection and an understanding about. In
0: order to get money, you have to sacrifice. I wonder if that stems from the Catholic like, boom sacrifice. Sense of worth and yeah. It, it, uh, when when and I you have want clients,
3: good, yeah.
0: right, it has to be good in order. Uh, this has made me think about something like the way <laughs> the way I run credit cards is through PayPal. So I always like to have a few hundred dollars in PayPal, but when I need the money to pay bills, I transfer the PayPal money into my checking account. And say I've got four or $500 in PayPal. If I transfer 300 then I'm only down to 100 150 I don't like that feeling of it being lower. Yeah. But what I always find is within a couple of days, it always fills itself back up kind of magically. Like the clients that i get, a number of clients that come in and they don't pay me by cash or check, they all pay by PayPal. So within a couple of days, PayPal is back to that number. So like that's an area where it already works. I don't even, you know what I mean? I still have that weird neurosis of, oh, I took it down a little bit, but then it always immediately comes back up in that sense. So, like, it's another thing I'm I'm trying to get in touch with, the idea of just being more fluid about it anyway, to get rid of the neuroses of using it.
2: So do you think the neuroses maybe is what stimulates the energy to have it fill back up? If I get uncomfortable enough or panicked enough that's my that's my indicator that this is not I'm not comfortable with it. Right. You just replenish it. Now you just have to believe that just the desire itself to maintain it at this point right as opposed to having to create
3: worry energy to manifest. Right. I think also too and it's like when you have faith in something and you know something, being off what's that word? Off Austri- like hearing it from the outside, like oh, you really think that's gonna happen? Like, what even idiot? Like, da 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 da. Like that kind of like, just and obviously, like building a strong enough faith that you don't even hear that. But it's like sometimes the doubts of others, like,
2: can... but if the faith is strong enough, it's not even there. to be yeah. able to, right? That person wouldn't be in your,
0: in your space to right. say it to Right. Yeah, that's a reflection of some little doubt it's, that you were carrying.
3: Yeah.
0: But. Uh, Again, if if people disagree with me or doubt me or question it, what has always been beneficial for me is like that almost, again, becomes sort of like a a dare. A challenge. And now it's more like it's a challenge. That's all your energy,
2: to, To get movement, we need some sort of like push. Yeah, some right. sort of excitement to this. Oh, wants yeah, the challenge? That there's Dallas. there's
0: some Mars thrown into like let's shove a little Mars into the game. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, at one level, but I I agree that like you said that to me is is uh, is, uh, is is beneficial. But there I, I'm just I'm noting there's a number of areas where this is already working for me mm-hmm. where there is a very you know there's a natural sort of rhythm that if I take something down it just comes back up in its own automatic way, in that respect as well, too. And that's your comfort zone. Also. Yeah. Perfect. I Perfect. I want the type of money where I just actually couldn't really spend it <laughs> in a lifetime anyway. In other words, the other power play that comes along as I get older is, who gets this? when i go like where does how do do i maneuver this as well too like who who wants who's going to kiss my ass enough to know the value like i love that shit you know what i mean in that sense too like let's play around with this when i was in vegas my my older sister um who's sitting on a good amount of money her husband died a few years ago and she has a new boyfriend and she loves him and he's a good guy actually and um i had i had asked her um i said you know gloria She's 64. I said, do you have a will and everything? You know, what do you, where's your money going when you pass? And she said, oh, I have it divvied up among all my brothers and sisters. So I said, you do realize I may have to smother you now with a pillow later on. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Venus and Scorpio horribleness coming out. She was just laughing. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. But that was another weird sort of sense of being like, okay, now I'm discovering these other pockets of things there for me. And anyway, she's quite comfortable. You know, in a way, in that sense. So just, you know, I, of course I'm being, you know, an ass about it at one level another. But I, what I'm just noticing is more and more pockets of things that are already kind of in play in, in, in a positive sense. You know, like I was trying to remortgage and refinance my house and that wasn't working out. And now I don't want to do that. Now I just want to sit on the, I want to sit on the equity knowing I'm sitting on eighty, you know, hundred thousand dollars worth of equity, that alone feels that feels good. Yeah. Now that number has to go up much higher in other ways too. That's what I mean. I wanna sit on money in a very, very real way. And that's okay. I'm allowed to do it. Yeah.
1: Mike. Mike. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I love listening to this because you guys you guys give me ideas. Right. But I, I, as I'm listening to you, I, I always, in a, any conversation, I'm listening for what's the big picture. And so it occurred to me, beginning with yours, Dawn, uh, we're, we're talking about abundance fundamentally. And so when you were talking about how you get things, like with your nonprofit, money often wasn't involved but your board of directors would bring it up. And you would find other ways, you know, to, and so you found other ways uh, of energy. So we, people always talk to you money is just energy, the gurus. But money, money is interesting because it has its own set of beliefs and values that is like a minefield for all of us because, like, money is the root of all evil. We're taught that. People who have money are, you know, are bitches. Greedy. Uh, greedy. Take it away from that. Power. And away. then uh, we're taught if you ask for too much, you're being greedy. Greedy. Greed. One of the cardinal, one of the seven uh, deadly sins in Catholicism. And so if we switch back to, so, so this is just actually a form of abundance. It's money. I mean, it's energy. The Energy
3: abundance?
1: And we're exchanging energy. So when we think about exchanging energy, if I can really get that into my psyche, it takes away all of that other BS about money. And it's like, it occurs to me that I had this experience this last week about sharing abundance. So we're going to, I mean, the plan is, we're going to do a whole lot of sharing of this abundance when it comes. And I had this little experience. It was my son's birthday. And you know how some some people are really hard to find a gift for? Like, you know, what do they want? And I knew this time, though, his birthday, he had an old phone. It's like three years old. I had the same phone. Mine broke a couple of weeks ago, and I got a new Samsung. And I knew that he would love it. Because I knew what his old phone was, and I knew my new phone. I was just, like, totally delighted about that. And so I told him a couple days ahead, I know what I'm going to get you. And I told him. And he pretty much got into it. He looked up, you know, what the new Samsung could do. And he was telling me what I was finding. And I was getting tons of joy out of knowing that I'm going to share a little bit of abundance with him. That's actually going to cost some money. But the abundance and his joy was my total focus. The energy that was building there. So he, we got him, I got him the phone. And I went through this little tiny phase where I couldn't find that phone for the same price that I got it for. And I thought, well, that's okay, I don't like that. And I, I still. I'm going to carry into this abundance that we're, I'm going to still carry some frugality in there. I'm not going to go nuts. Uh, and so I looked at prices and I couldn't find and couldn't figure it out. Two days before I did have a conversation with him, two days before I got it, found it on Amazon, cheaper than I found it and i than mine was. And so this, there's this little thing that I'm never going to give up. I love a deal. Right. I like to get value. That's one of my core values is getting ba- more value for energy spent. And I like, I want that for other people as well. So we got that phone, set it up for him. And he has, in the last couple of years, he's 16, sweet 16, just on Friday. And he's the one who, when he was really young, about nine or eight, the older one was the more affectionate, and he was like, "No, don't, don't hug, me. don't hug." Me. Somehow he has flipped on that in the last two years, and he is the huggiest kid uh, of the two of them, and is hugging me all the time. He's the kid that expresses appreciation uh, for what he gets abundantly. And he was just hugging me all over the place. He'd come in my office and give me a hug, Dad, I love him. I'm loving my phone. oh God, I'm loving my phone <laughs> You know and then we'd find out something else that was going on uh, that was good about the phone. He also said, "Dad, would you also get me this?" So he was into not just getting the phone, but he started thinking about it as some energy that he had that he was going to cherish. and he decided, Dad, would you also You know, uh, pop for a case. What? I mean, the case was like ten bucks, and I said sure. He picked out his case. It was like a leather, kind of a brown, light brown leather, and that came the next day, and he put it on it. He is so proud of that phone. He's loving his case, everything about it. He's giving me hugs all over the place. Tells me, you know, three, four times a day. Now that's an exchange of energy. You know, that's all that that had to do with some money. But the notion of money being dirty or money being bad in some way was so totally absent from that, if you want to call it, emotional transaction that it gave me the clue that this is what we can experience when we get this abundance. And when, I'm thinking anyway, one of my primary, primary modes will be how can I share this abundance in a way that people will genuinely benefit from and have appreciation, not for me necessarily. I don't know if you ever have that experience when I have where where I feel appreciative of something, but I don't have any particular person to thank for it. It's just like maybe some good fortune has come my way, something good has happened, and I just, let's say, I thank the universe. I have that kind of gratitude and so i want to be able to see people have that kind of gratitude and experience that kind of a, you know value laden value filled abundance when we're helping them with some ingenious ways that we're going to come up with to use this money to better people totally outside this metaphor of money's dirty <laughs> so i was thinking that in your situation you've got um you know you manipulated energy to have those things happen that somebody thought it was going to require some scarce money and it turned out that wasn't the way so well, you're you're going to flourish inside of having these resources
2: in that in that thing i had multiple times i've had them come up to me and say so what do you need program-wise? Because we, we got some grant money for program supplies. So what do you want? And they asked me, and I had no response. I, I felt very lost. Like I didn't even, it did, I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> right, I'm not used to using money to get it. So
1: there's a, your growth opportunity inside right. of this new. Exactly. Yeah,
2: exactly. So
1: how do I learn how to do that?
2: spend and use money as the resource. we'll bring money as another thing that I can manifest. Man, and you Right, include it on my menu. Because right now, it, it was somewhere I accepted this as this is out of the reach. This is inaccessible. I how to get it anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, right. So, like you're saying, you have a dynamic where you think that money is dirty. I just think money is not an option. I don't even
1: have dirty or
2: okay or not okay. I don't have a lot of those judgments. It was just inaccessible. So now I can just start to think it is accessible. I can use that now.
1: Yeah. Well, whether you think it's dirty or inaccessible, money it just has its own of oh. What's happening? Just keep going. It's okay. not super, I don't know why it's happening. So that. in your sure. sure. situation, Jim, with, uh, with PayPal, yeah, I've got a PayPal account too, and I use it with clients. And I realize PayPal is a whole different ballgame. Yeah, because it shifts me out of that. That money isn't, you know, like I might be greedy. And I love the way you said. Uh, at some point, you have a little bit of concern when it drops down, but then you said, and it just somehow seems to fill itself up. Yeah. It fills itself up, and. Because it's in that metaphor of a PayPal account, it allows you to feel that things can just fill themselves up.
2: Just happen. And we don't, we
1: don't think that about money. We think right. we have to work hard for money.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're that yeah. Abraham Hicks, Ashton, you sent to us. On the video? I watched that. Yeah. And the thing that she pointed out with that guy, he was like winning things off of lottery He's scratchers.
3: Yeah.
2: And
1: he bought five. No, he bought six. And the first five didn't have anything, but he was laughing and having a blast with it, the and the sixth club gave him i forget what five hundred or ten thousand I don't know he did have one big one like ten thousand dollars and 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 abraham uh, or and esther through Ab- or Abraham through esther well, however it works. <laughs> Abraham. Yeah, right yeah the, the yeah whatever <laughs> uh, and she said that's exactly the attitude. Like the fun
3: playfulness. This
1: lighthearted playfulness, and that playfulness just takes you out of the, the, the shithole of the money.
3: This seriousness of money, too. Yeah. Money is always something serious, or, like, you right. know it has such a stigma that people are, like, people yeah. fight about it, people, like, do things for yeah. it. Like, there's, like, this, like, angst towards it for people who've experienced that that way. Yeah. And other people, it's an,
2: it, they would never in a million years imagine being without it. It's inconceivable. Right. They did not yeah. have plenty of it. Like, how could you... Yeah. What, like, what are you talking about? I'm
1: going to be on that level. So <laughs> t- with my clients now lately, uh, that's been working well, too, because that is an exchange of energy, right? Uh, all part of, under the umbrella of sharing like abundance. And that I always get to a point with a client when I'm doing like an introductory session where we're going to talk about money, I'm going to talk about my fee. And I have come to realize, and this, this is not earth-shaking, I'm not the originator of this, uh, everybody who is into sales, who's good at sales, you know, emphasizes what is the energy that they're giving to the client, that the client is going to give them mm-hmm. some money for. And so I've just come to realize and notice that uh, the part of the conversation, let's call it a sales conversation, that, that precedes the talking about the money, I have focused on, you know, what the client is going to get. And nine times out of ten, it boils down to they feel shitty about something. So they've got these huge negative emotions that come in episodes. And I say, what would it be like not to have that anymore? And then very quickly the response is, Oh, that would be heaven. Okay, now we can talk about money. I don't say that, but I think now we can talk because we're talking, we're talking turkey. We're talking about energy exchange now, and what's heaven worth? And it's and it's worth a lot. Yeah. And it makes that conversation. It's gradually getting easier for me. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, because none of us is the expert, but handing it right to you. What? Now they're enthusiastic
1: about handing it right to you, or they see the
3: value.
0: Right, the value right. of it. Yeah, they see
3: the. gladly you
2: this for that. Yeah, yeah. That's what so I'm it happy. takes
1: them out of their right. money uh, game too.
0: I mean, to some extent, money is power, in and I I I, I think that word has a negative attachment to it. But a couple of days ago, I went out with two friends and we went and did karaoke, and. Um, I mean, we had a drink or two, and, like, I just ordered french fries, and we all sang, and it was fun. And the bill came, and we were all in the in the field at one point, waiters. And, and, the, and so the waitress overcharged us. We all thrown in money, and because it's all waiters, of course, we all overthrew in, But then the check comes, and, you know, it's like a $30 check, and the tip would only be 3 bucks. And we're like, how is this even possible? She accidentally charged us $11 super meal thing that we didn't order. So we called her over. And we said, hey, I think, I'm so so sorry, it was another table, let me take that off. And so she brings the check, now it's adjusted, and we're like, oh, everyone can take two or three bucks back, and everyone's just like, ah, let's just leave it for her. (laughs) You know, in that sense, anyway, so she got like a $12 tip on, you know, a $30 check. And as soon as I walked out of she said, no, I'm glad that we did that, because now the moment we walk in the door next time, of course, she's like, bing, bing, bing. Those are the those are the good tipper dudes, like let me take care of them.
1: And, and the energy went to Totally wanted. So right. For
0: Beneficial for her and then to me the benefit of that power exchange is also I was a waiter for years. The good tippers mm-hmm. when they walked in we knew who they were and it was like, Oh, there's no room over oh, there's room for you. <laughs> I'll be, I'll literally tump someone else out of a chair and make sure you're getting in. Oh. You know? And <laughs> that sense. the so to me, again, people hear that word power, and it automatically sounds like it's some power play in a negative sense. Well, but that no, you know, it was a beneficial for all concerned.
3: That's helpful to hear because I also have Pluto in the second house in Scorpio, and for me, the thing that comes up is power with money. like, and I've noticed I did this several times. Like. I've watched my, like, kind of, like, growth, and I pay the bill. Like, I feel something, and then now that's kind of feeling lighter. Like, I'm glad to do it. feels good to take care of. Like, I like them giving something as opposed to, like, I'm paying this. You owe me. Like, I'm so powerful. Like, I don't know what that is, but it doesn't feel right. right. So maybe it's a relationship that the power is changing. into Maybe that's it, too. I'm realizing the power in giving and the power of humility and the power of gentleness is all, like, that's a power. Yes. But I think it's, it's very, very kind of power. Very interesting, though,
2: because in, in, in
3: slight opposition
2: to what you're saying, I'm not thinking about giving anybody anything. I'm really not. It's like if, if I come into millions of dollars, I know exactly how I want to spend it. Am I – do I sit and think I'm not going to give it to somebody? I'm not even thinking about that. Is there that'll, – that'll, whatever's going to happen, happens. I want to roll around in this honey. I want to. You know, you said before you get joy out of giving. Right, I know. But what I'm saying is, I am 100% okay being completely, like, embracing and selfish. If I would have met, and this for years plagued me. So I know that I've, like, I've come to a really, really good place that I don't. And and I feel like, and I'm not saying you guys are but because of my own past belief systems that I've come through, I don't want to have to convince myself of any extending generosity, impacting other people on a positive way, because it doesn't require that. It's not judged. We make it into something that we have to justify manifesting in large degrees because of all the shit that we believe. But when in point of fact, if we were talking about massive amounts of lollipops, You guys would not have to create a plan to make that a general – I I really love giving lollipops out on the street corners now. Like, you wouldn't have had to think about that aspect of it. You just would be manifesting something and playing with it. And then natural generosity would just come. But there's such an intense, like you were saying initially, highly charged, hot topic. Right that it is like the things we have to do to get okay with manifesting that as opposed to a lot of
0: us. But I, but I think in that selfishness, coming from an Aries, you know, <laughs> that being heard not me, you know, in that selfishness, no, in that selfishness is that ends up being, that may not be the goal to enlighten and inspire other people, but inevitably it just kind of does. It's not your... <laughs> That is not the goal. The goal is purely I want to roll around in money. I want to be comfortable. But by doing that, to me, that's sort of the line between Pisces and Aries. You know, Pisces can extend itself in all directions to feel for everyone and everything. And then Aries comes along and says, tough shit. I just want to roll around in money and I want nice stuff. But that can be incredibly motivating in a way to other people who have so overextended themselves on the way of, I must give to others. I gave up my life for my children. I, you know I mean? Those things go out the door to, so, no, this is just what I want to do. But that, to me, inevitably becomes an um, enlightened act in how it affects other people.
2: Well, that's what, if, if you listen to the Abraham Hicks tapes, there certain things that you start to be able to say with her verbatim. And one of the things that I think is really healing for a lot of people is she speaks very bluntly about selfishness. And says, if you ever want to do anything, the most generous, open-hearted, loving, aligned source energy that you could do for people is to just take care of yourself. Right. Just be happy no matter what. Just allow other people their process. Just be joyous in whatever your alignment and expansion is. you just keep expanding away. And people are going to get annoyed with you. They are because they're stuck in there. I can't have it, and I feel what you're doing, and I want that too. Right. But I can't get it, and they get aggravated. You goes, You just keep. You just keep doing it. You just keep being happy and focused in your own life. Let other people do what they're gonna do. If somebody's in pain, you could be like, uh, I'm sure you'll get something out of that. Stuff, but you know, okay, and be selfish, 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 selfish. focused.
0: Right.
3: I think selfish is a charged word, too, though. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it's just subjective. Yeah, negative, like,
2: right.
3: Selfish, yeah, but you, exactly for the reason you just said,
2: if you just create this, it's okay to be happy. It's okay to let things come easily. Right. It's okay to do all
0: this stuff. But even but giving the waitress the extra money, like I said, there's a benefit because it makes her happy everything too. But honestly, it's also still a selfish act on my part right. because I get to be the good guy, and we get to, we all got to be the good guy at one level or another. And you know, even you know, the, the one friend that. Um, it's my, my my best buddy's wife that I went with. Like I'm good at karaoke, I have a, I have a pretty good sing voice, but Allison is better than me. She's more talented than me. She used to make uh, when she was in college, she would sing in karaoke contests to pay her rent.
3: <laughs> That's
0: how good she is at it. And like I like that she's so good because we're we're stars when we go into a place like that. So that gives us a certain amount of knowledge and recognition. We get to affect people and make them happy. But the bottom line is it still comes back to my own selfish shit in the best possible sense. But it's just beneficial that other people are influenced by that. But is that my goal? No, I'm not that I'm not that giving. You know what I mean? There's more of a, you know, like I said, there's, there's a feed to me that, that just interflows back and forth at one level or another. So uh, it's just thinking about power you know and sun in the 8th house in astrology thinking about power is fascinating to me mm-hmm. how you necessarily use it where you place it what you do with it uh but you know i'm i want to roll around in it too <laughs> don't don't get i mean listen i'm no i wasn't
2: i wasn't like i i just wanted no. to point out yeah. like we to it affects our belief system. We're still projecting a certain restriction right. on our belief system if we feel that we have to show how we're going to be generous right. with it. I, I think yeah. the natural desire is to share it, especially when you're feeling instinct like that, yeah. but to not confuse that as like a requirement right. or criteria for you to receive it. Because right. that's just in our head. It's it,
0: yeah. Especially because you're, you're talking about something that, in essence, is an unlimited capacity. Right. In other words, us sitting on a lot of money and having it and using it and playing yeah. with it. Listen, we're not draining the world from it at any level. We're just taking a large portion of a pie. And there's
3: nothing wrong
0: with that. And, there's and inherently, there's nothing wrong with that in, just in that just respect.
3: doing our energetic alignment.
2: And right. everybody could get it, too. You're yeah. not stopping anybody else from doing it.
1: Right. Well, here's one way of thinking, a bigger way of thinking about that. We're not, none of the four of us are in it alone. There are four of us that have come together here, right? So here's four entities we've joined in a particular relationship, and we've become a new system. So in this overall quad that we are, everybody's got, a particular role to play and your role is not to think about sharing
0: <laughs> your
1: role is to think about how can i best be selfish i'm just gonna because you. we we are depending on you to do that there's everything right about that and when i talk about sharing with my son there's everything right about that mm-hmm. and when you talk about whatever you're going to do there's everything right about that. Whatever it is that you want to do with this, it's not just your want. This is your job inside of this quad here.
3: I came up with what I want to do with the money. I want to um, buy land and a house and have a surf house. And because one of the things that like, really brings me joy is being in foreign countries, being around foreign people. I love the ocean. I like right. surfing. I like like being in a place like that has activities. So it's like, oh, and I want to grow shrooms and I want to grow pots.
1: You want a what? rooms
0: and pods. Pod. So that
3: could be like a little like they want to take a psychedelic trip on their surf trip. <laughs> Do
0: that. Okay. Mushroom have, yeah, have like
3: have like pretty lights in a backyard. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But but you you yeah, want
3: desire. right?
0: That's what you desire. That will make you happy. Of course, it will end up making other people happy. Yeah. It's the same thing. A couple of weeks ago, we were here and and John made this elaborate wonderful meal. Um, and listen, I. I my manifestation joke is I had said that wherever I go, people feed me. Because this is the belief that I have. It's just people feed me for some reason, you know what I mean, all of the time. And it's really good food that I get thrown at me no matter what I do. And But you you did that, you know, for for your own really. reasons, right? Because you enjoy doing it. But you are showing off a little bit in a way, in a good sense, that look what I can do. Look at, you know what I mean? And good that to me is a, that's a, that's a beautiful thing. Everybody benefits. But I, listen, I, again, it, it still stems from your, you're a very good gracious host. You like to, you've you got, she's got anyone, all oh, people listening, she's got tea here for us and brownies <laughs> and coffee. And so she's claiming selfishness, but the bottom line <laughs> because is. I yeah.
3: enjoy that creative for me. You got it. And I enjoy just being able to See, introduce I don't think those words of
2: selfishness. And I think
3: it's because I have like a, that were like, 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 I, my dad used to call me selfish when I wasn't doing what he wanted. Right. So, and he would say it was such like, like I felt ashamed, like oh my god, like I'm being selfish, like it was such a, like, like the worst thing that you could ever be, is selfish, like in for me. So it's like, I don't like when you're saying selfish. It's like such a different vibration from this. Like this is like your your. Pleasing yourself and not pleasing yourself and creating vibration that's pleasing to others. Right. So it's like a natural farming that people so like
0: when you are selfish it's like. But he, his, his word selfish was a manipulative ploy in order to make, impose some idea of guilt upon you about what you should be doing. You're being a selfish daughter. Am I being a selfish daughter? Is there a certain expectation that you have that I'm quote unquote supposed to do that doesn't really necessarily make me selfish? Uh, you know, listen, I, I, I got tagged in my family often by being too much of a sarcastic wise-ass and being, you know, I I often will poke to humor in a way that sometimes people get mad at me for it. But I don't, over the years, what I've learned is I don't, I'm going to be who I am in that sense anyway. I'm not. My sarcasm and my humor has often acted as incredibly healing to a lot of people and a lot of things. But mostly I do it because it's fun and I'm a wise-ass. You know what I mean? That I can't. Like it's to me, it's another. So, to me, anytime someone tries to tell you or something in that way, this is just more about you <laughs> control you at one level, another in terms well, of how you're did, supposed to like
3: be. When I said about, like yeah. not,
2: like that, i was being
0: Right. And oh. so, yeah.
2: I, I think the biggest thing is selfishness. Is I feel like it ties down to an original premise that. we we won't try to get everybody else around us uncomfortable. Like there's always maintaining a certain level of cultural behavior so that nobody gets offended, nobody gets upset, and we all kind of leave here safely. Right. And I I just can't even begin to tell you how much I hate that. It's, it's, Okay. I'm gonna be who I'm gonna be, and if you get upset about it, then you got a problem with that don't tell me to correct my behavior to make you feel better because you chose to perceive it in a way that makes you feel bad that's not my fault. do you think he felt something and said called me selfish for not he wanted you to behave that he wanted to behave the way he wanted so that he wouldn't feel disturbed by what you are doing hmm. so that's like you've got it in your head, something, some judgment about my behavior. You put it there. I didn't put it there. Now you want me to change that, but you're never going to fix your judgment. So you're trying to get me to behave so you can go through life comfortably and not be challenged. That's your problem. You're coming up with the shit that's challenging you. I'm not. What are you talking about?
1: It, you kind of got it. like, who's who? Yeah, so <laughs> I'm asked.
2: It. I'm asking. Yeah. I'm saying, my dad is telling me to stop behaving the way I'm behaving yeah. because he's uncomfortable. The only reason he's uncomfortable is because he believed something and interpreted my behavior in a way that made him uncomfortable.
1: And then he tried to manipulate me by right, weaponizing right. the word selfish. Yeah. Right. Right. That's the key. Right. Parents do that. Sad to say. <laughs> they, do feel that They weaponize these the certain words, certain key words that makes a kid feel bad. Right. And then the kid I'm has bad. a scar to work with yeah. later in life. Conform
3: to the parents.
0: Right. Believing yeah. that, you're right, that you're selfish. I've not seen one iota of evidence since I've known you and you being selfish. So it, it seems very ridiculous to me. And I'm not saying that to make you feel better. I just don't see that well, characteristic. See. No, 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 see, no. Hold on.
2: Hold on one second. And I have seen a thousand ways in which she's been completely selfish right. and applauded it Right. because good for you, like good for you, like the way something was handled. Right. She was only focused on what the benefit was to her. Right. And she succeeded in it magnificently. Right. And she knew how to say, well, this is important to me. And I'm sorry you guys are upset about it. This is what I want to do. Right. And I've seen it over and over. So I would say, I love the fact that you've nailed an element of, of selfishness and, and make it more.
3: It was interesting. Like, I had no problem, like, being selfish, quote, unquote, with you or Adriana. Like, like I used to love shopping, and it's like, that's my thing. Like, I love going to the store. I love how it feels. I love right. the colors, everything. My sister was, like, gets really insecure about shopping. She needs help, and we would go to the stores, and remember, you'd be like, just stay with your sister. I'd be like, nope, like, you guys are on your own. Like, I'm doing my thing. Like, this is, like, yeah, me and Adriana just, in the
2: dust or the wake and she just like bolted in and would grab a bunch of clothes and especially if somebody said well go get what you like and I'm going to pick up the because she'd empty half the store bring it to the register here's my first pile and then went back and Gianna's still going like do these pants cost too much like are these should I get like you? but now looking back I could have like like But you weren't responsible for her or her feeling or anything. You, like, this was your deal. You were into fashion. So somebody gave you an open credit card and said, go and get what you want in the car. I mean, you were like, that's no time. Right. And Rihanna had every ability
3: to do that as well, but was stuck. So why should she put her brakes on When, But I don't know. Now I think I've come to a point where it's like I see the value in being like, come on, like, Come with me. Like, I'll show you. Grab that. You like that? Take that. Cool. I like this. Like, like the partnership of it, like, using my, my energy, my enthusiasm, and sharing it with her to give her that boost to, like, you can have this fun, too. You couldn't be there unless you
2: were back there. And you're saying, I wish in the past I had had the energy that I have now and used it then. But you wouldn't have it now if you didn't do what you did then. It was a growing experience. You were
3: like, you know what, 14? Oh, like I had
2: to develop that. Right. right. It, it, but
1: she it, is showing her true personality, Don. I mean, she, that now with that, that was always an interest. But it almost got short-circuited back with that experience. But it didn't get snuffed out. <laughs> well, and good, because we need you in this form. Right. Role. But You it's, are a vital role. You're a vital role. I am. Yeah, you everyone... Are. So, yeah, again, my analogy
0: is being told by my siblings and the people when I was younger that I manipulate everybody. Jim manipulates everybody. Jim manipulates everybody. Jim manipulates everybody. Jim manipulates everybody. Right, it's making some type of assumption that I'm being bad and that. Like, You're getting your way with everybody. Right, Jim gets away with things. And told, it took me many years to begin to sort of really wrestle with the idea that the reason I'm good at manipulating other people is because I'm good at it. In that sense, and, and the people that are saying that to me are not. They wish they had that characteristic. My manipulation isn't bad in that sense. This is this is a ludicrous idea at, at one level. Or another, if you you know, if you if I make an audience laugh or enlighten someone, then uh, I've manipulated them. Obviously, in that sense, where's the harm in the game? But more importantly, again, it goes back to that dynamic of having to sort of apologize for who you are and your natural you abilities.
2: Else is right,
0: exactly. So um, I'm going to finish this out. All right, uh, folks, thanks for joining us today. I hope you got some great insight and all of you are going to become really wealthy and more successful (laughs) just by listening to this. We're going to sign out. How can they contact you
1: with uh, their response?
0: Yeah, you guys, um, you know, you can catch any of our – this is our fourth Prosperity Show. Um, We've got three others. You can catch that on Archive on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, If you want information about the the work that I do, you can go to JimVentura.com. Uh, but again, all past episodes uh, episodes of uh, conversations of radio shows would be on the archive at, uh, at Blog Talk Radio. So thanks for joining us today, guys. Cheers.